Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast. Yo guys, episode 9. It's real. It's happening. We made it this far. <laughs> you know, there are some Monday nights when I'm not entirely sure this is going to happen, and yet it does every week like clockwork. If this is your first time, welcome to an awkward intro. My name is Sam Valentine. I am your one broke actress, and uh, this is the podcast about an honest account of actor life and a few lessons that I learn in the process. Today, we're not actually going to talk to an actor. We're going to talk to someone who works with actors, but we'll get to her in just a second. Let's get the business out of the way. Are you signed up for the call sheet, the weekly email update list that goes out every Sunday to actors, giving them headlines and topics they should know and keep in mind for casting and just general information about Hollywood? That was a mouthful. I hope you are. If not, you can go to onebrookactress.com and sign up. Myself and Jenna Mitch know write an email every week. That's informing actors about general stuff. Sometimes it's not about who's casting what. Sometimes it's some stuff that's going on in Hollywood that we think you should be aware of. You never know when you're going to need to make like a conversation with someone about something relevant. Yeah, it's possible. Who knows? Speaking of making conversations with people, I am still in process of working out the kinks for the Get Your Shit Together groups. So if you don't know what this is, <laughs> keep an eye out. Um, I'm working on a program for all of us to do together uh, of getting our stuff together, submitting to new agents and managers, generally tidying up our stuff for acting purposes. So keep following. I promise I'm working on it. Uh, it probably won't come out until after this season of the podcast wraps. That way I'll be able to give it the just time that it deserves. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at Sam Valentine for lots of updates there. Make sure you are subscribed to the site and make sure you're subscribed and rating this podcast. Stay tuned to the very end of this podcast today because not only is it chock full of killer information, but uh, we're going to do a giveaway for a rate and review. So keep an ear out for that. Also, if you have yet to join the Bunch of Broke Actors Facebook group, you guys should get in there because there's some really cool stuff happening in and around actors really opening up and chatting in there about stuff they have going on, asking questions they might not be able to ask in another scenario. And you'll notice that I asked Lisa some questions today that I received from my groups, and that is from the Bunch of Broke Actors Facebook group. Sometimes I pull them in for questions for upcoming guests, so it's a pretty cool place to be. Uh, that is if you go to onebrokeactors.com and click on community. There's a whole Facebook page full of actors helping each other in there. So get on board, guys. All right, the call sheet, Instagram, the website, blah, the Facebook group. There's a lot going on. I just want to make sure I hit all my points. Okay, let's get to the podcast for today. So I have been Instagramming and chatting and mentioning this woman in my stories for a long time because we've been working together and she's honestly changed my outlook in several ways and really enforced some things that I knew deep in my heart was true, um, but that I wasn't giving myself space to actually live out in my day-to-day -day life. And that is Lisa Cara from Zinc Nutrition. And she is an incredible nutritionist who is working in LA and changing people's lives by telling them to eat food and telling them to eat more of it. <laughs> At least that's what she told me. Uh, as an actor, I think it's really easy for us to get sucked into these holes of thinking we have to always be on a diet or always be on some strict eating plan because our body is our business and it's hard to disassociate from that. And if we're not dieting or limiting or restricting, it feels like we're not trying hard enough sometimes. And I am sick of feeling that way. And I think a lot of you guys are too. So I got Lisa to come on the podcast. We've been working together for a while. You've probably seen her in my Instagram stories a lot. And she really opens up about all of her opinions about what is quote unquote popular right now, what she thinks is actually realistic, why she wrote her book and uh, how you can get a hold of it, actually, and so much more. We covered a lot of topics from supplements to protein powders to probiotics to things you can do in your day-to-day -day life to keep you less stressed. 
So I think you guys are going to get a lot of takeaways from this, from an acting perspective or just from being in a busy business whatsoever. So this is a good podcast to share with someone, even if they're not an actor, actually. But I don't want to hold you in suspense much longer. So without further ado, please enjoy Lisa Cara. So I am here with Lisa Cara. Hi. Hello. Of Zinc Nutrition. This is so exciting. I love this topic. So I'm so excited to have someone on to talk about it so knowledgeably. I hope so. Not to set your bar too high. Um, okay, so just uh, introduce yourself and kind of what you do because I feel like I'm giving you such a simple title in comparison to like the vast education you have. Um, well, uh, you know, nutritionist is kind of um, the easy term, I guess, to, to call myself. But yeah, I'm technically a nutritional therapy practitioner and board certified holistic nutritionist. So, um, what a nutritional therapy practitioner is, um, it's, it's basically a little bit more clinical. Um, I'm able to give a number of tests that determine nutritional deficiencies and imbalances and, um, treat illness accordingly. Cool. Yeah. So you have lots of, how did that start for you? Like what made you start this career? Well, I had my own health problems and, and journey that I didn't want to address with uh, traditional medicine. I was in and out of tons and tons and tons of doctors, and I, I didn't believe that was the only way. Yeah. So I started researching alternatives, and this was like back in the day. This was probably 10, 15 years ago when none of this like whole world really existed. <laughs> so – um, I was kind of a weirdo, but ended up pretty much uh, curing all of everything I was going through naturally. And so I was like, okay, this is this. People need to know about this. People need to know that there is alternative ways to cure so many things. And so I just kind of made it a mission to be a voice and be like a you know a point of contact to help people. And then um, it started out as just kind of a hobby. Mm-hmm. I wasn't serious about it at all. I had a whole other career. What was your other career? I was um, an event production manager. Wow. So I, Abrupt I, left turn. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I literally planned events, big, big parties and events and um, hated it, was miserable and decided finally to leave that and go back to school and get my, you know, certifications. And ever since then, I and now I'm here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I reached out to the actors because I feel like it's when you talk to actors about nutrition and general health and fitness, mm-hmm. I feel like you kind of get far flung one way or the other. And I think people in this industry get trapped in these ideas of diets and mentalities and stuff. And because we've seen it for so long in Hollywood, especially because it's such a physical industry. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are so caught up in that. So that's why I really want to talk to you because I know you're so grounded and you're so like, you were the first person I ever met with who was like, you should probably eat more food. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so I kind of want to talk a little bit about that because being a nutritionalist to people in Los Angeles is probably very different than being, you know, someone somewhere else. Yes. So how what is it like in that world and in, in, in an actor in comparison to say like someone who's just, you know, a teacher at a school. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely a different world to be a nutritionist in LA is so different. I think than anybody, any place in the world, because everybody is so concerned with aesthetic aesthetics. Yeah. I always say that word wrong and how they look (laughs) and weight loss. Um, and that's, that's not really my focus in treat treating anybody. Weight loss, weight loss is a, a really great, you know, little side thing that's going to happen once you address the the reason why you're hanging on to weight. But that's not what I ever seek, you know, seek, try to do with, with my, you know, with my patients. So, um, but so, people in LA are so obsessed with weight loss and that's what drives them. Mm-hmm. So in some way, if that's what I, if I need to use that to, okay, you're going to lose weight if you do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I'm do- really addressing. Right. I'm never addressing the weight thing. Yeah. So let's say actress A mm-hmm. comes to you and is like, I'm, 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 I'm trying really hard this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into pilot season full force. I um, want to look my best. I want to lose weight. I want to have clear skin. La, la, la. And, you know, a litany of things 
um, that she wants everything to be perfect, which is how sometimes it feels like we're asked to be in the industry. Yeah. Where do you start with something like that? Yikes. Well, I would, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would try to set some realistic expectations mm-hmm. with them because if they come to me and, or if anybody in general has the idea that they're going to drop weight in a few days or a week, it's not a healthy way. That's impossible. Um, and if you want to do it in a healthy way, like you're gonna, you're, you're gonna have to give it a, a little bit more head leeway. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, I would set those expectations and let's be realistic. So let's like, right, let's like bring it in here. <laughs> and then, um, I would try to determine what's causing her to have him or her to have the bad skin. What's causing them to hang on to the weight? What's causing them to fluctuate up and down and, and possibly go from binge eating to not eating enough and all of the disordered eating that happens in this industry as well. Yeah. So I would, I would more so work towards that than um, just giving them some crash diet plan that's going to mess them up in the end even more. It's the worst. But I do have to like honor and respect the craft and the trade. And like there is something, you know, being in a, in a particular physical shape is required Mm -hmm. so I would respect that in a way and there are there are tools that can be done but I would also be like okay I will give you this toolkit Mm -hmm. but we need to regroup in a week or two and really address what's going on here yeah you know yeah so So what's the difference then in that between someone you would just meet with off the board I guess like what's um can you give us like a hint or two as to what's in that toolbox of addressing that for someone like I've you know just trying to get into pilot season just trying to like be in that mean lean shape like super fast yeah I mean I would try to give them the safest plan the or the safest you know eating plan Mm -hmm. for a short amount of time that's still gonna give them the right nutrients and the amount of nutrition not to make them actually physically sick and 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 worse off in the end um and because that happens, right? You can bounce back and it can go, like, you can really screw yourself up. Yeah, with these absolutely. Diets. And I think that's the, the the problem. That's the huge problem. Yeah. Everybody's screwing themselves up massively because they're <laughs> trusting all these crazy fad diets. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's scary. It's really scary. Do you consider the... Like what is considered a fad diet to you? Because when I when I hear the word fad diet, for some reason my mind still goes to that old. Do you remember the cabbage soup diet? Yeah, oh God, that's <laughs> definitely a fad diet. But my I think, mind goes to there. But is it like? I mean, when people go, you know, hardcore raw vegan, when they that's go, that's a you fad know, diet. Yeah, I in my opinion, that's of any any diet that is extreme. I I would like kind of attach the two words. Any diet that's telling you to cut out an entire food group an entire macronutrient or just this extreme style of eating that will make anybody crazy, that is, that's not the natural way of eating. Yeah. So to me, that's a fad. I love that. And that's what all of them are right now. It's where I feel like we're all trying to do it. And I feel like that's it. And just not even coming from, you know, a higher ranking person who is what they're talking about. When other actors talk to other actors, they're like, yeah, man, you just got to cut carbs and sweat for like an hour every day and then like you're good to go. And it's like, it's taking in that sort of information from these people all the time who are like, think they know what they're talking about is really exhausting. (laughs) Well, that's also a result of the like crazy amount of people that claim that they're nutritionists or claim that they're health professionals in LA too. Everybody's a health coach. Everybody's a trainer. Everybody's, you know, in, so they're getting really bad information too. Yeah. How long were you in school for this? Yeah, it's, well, I went through a program in total, gosh, I don't know, a few years. I went through two, I've been through two certifications. One I don't even really use because it just wasn't enough. It was basically, it was basically the health coach certification that many people use in LA. Okay. And I oh, would, I think I know which one it was. I went through, <laughs> I mean, I'll say, I don't care. It was, it was, was IIN. IIN. Yeah. Yeah. I worked for an online health coach school for a while and that was our like big competitor. <laughs> yeah. And that always, that is not enough time. I went through that program and was like, whoa, crap. I just wasted a bunch of money because I can't help people with this. Yeah. I, how am I going to really help anybody with this? 
So then that's why I, you know, continued my training and that was a much more comprehensive, um, you know, course. And then I took it further and got their, you know, board certified because only to reconfirm, I have enough training to really actually help people. I mean, in the end. Yeah. The board certification is the one you just finished up, right? Well, I'm in the process of. Okay. I'm actually like technically in standing because I have to work like a million freaking clinical hours. So I've taken the <laughs> test, I've passed it, done all that. But now I'm like, you know, so maybe I'll be able to use a credential in like a few years. <laughs> well, it's like more school than most people I know went yeah. to. So it's not fine. school anymore. It's just like the active, you know, the, the clinical hours I have to acquire. But So you've seen, I liked, I talked to you about this a couple weeks ago, but not regardless of like the work you've done with people who like want to lose weight and that stuff, you've seen people who are actually like sick, sick at yeah. the doctors that you've been working with. Yeah. Yeah. I work for a cardiologist. So I see people with advanced heart disease. I see pe- people that are, 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 are going to die. God, that's crazy. Um, and I've seen it completely reverse through food, through food, mm-hmm. through food and supplementation. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That's so cool. So the five, ten, ten pounds that, that people are constantly <laughs> fighting. Eh. Negotiable, yeah. negotiable. Okay, so then in terms of, you know, diets turning around versus fad diets. Yes. I want to get a little more specific with yeah. that. So everyone's really big on a few things right now. Yes. So let's break them down. Whole 30. Okay. okay. You want to you know like my yeah, opinions? Absolutely. So Whole 30 is... It can be a great tool. However, 30 days is not enough time to really, really, really make that much of a change. You're going to lose a little bit of weight. You're going to feel great. Um, But I feel like so many people go through this 30 days and at the end of it, like, wait a second, I thought my life was going to like completely flip upside down and everything was going to be rainbows and and, and puppy dogs (laughs) and all my problems are going to be solved. And then they go back to their old style of eating and they, nothing can nothing's change nothing major is changing in 30 days yeah so I think that although the um the actual food and everything that they promote is great it's it's all real whole nutritious nourishing food it's wonderful I struggle with the 30 days yeah with putting a little time limit yeah on it. yeah such a popular thing and it yeah it works really great for some people but it doesn't for a lot and and, and there's a lot of people that get stressed and think that they're not good enough and they, they're not succeeding and they can't do it because they can't make the 30 days well that's cool it's okay like, yeah there's so that's not the only way yeah it and is people think that the whole 30 is like the only way yeah and people do it I know several people who do it and then and like six months later they do another one and it's like their little mm-hmm. like guideposts and it just and then you're doing worries the me that it's like a little fluctuation. Exactly. It's like such a severe up-down. The goal, I feel like the goal should be figuring out what is going to work and stick and like for the long term and it might take some trial by error but you can't just go back and forth, you yeah. know. I believe in chewing gum sometimes. Yeah, totally, <laughs> right? It just feels so tough. Um, okay, what's the other one? Uh, keto. Keto. Everyone loves, everyone's, oh my God. Keto's, the keto's it. People talk keto, about keto. Keto's the cool girl right now. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, so keto, this is a therapeutic diet that was developed to treat epilepsy. Then it, we found out that it's a, it's a great treatment for Al- Alzheimer's diabetes, severe um, behavioral disorders. It's an incredible therapeutic diet. If you do not have one of those diseases, you do not need to be on the keto keto diet. (laughs) It's like, so like the people, uh, you know, I pass people at the gym all the time and they're like, oh yeah, like I'm totally keto I'm keto, I'm keto. Everyone's keto. You know... Again, it's an incredible therapeutic <laughs> tool, but why would you go on a medicine or a physical therapy treatment or anything that addresses a specific disease that you don't have? Yeah. 
And that's a major, major, like you are cutting out a lot of, and uh, oh my gosh, I see so many girls that want to want to do this. And for some reason, the guys can kind of swing it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Their chemistry is very different. You know, they, they can, they can feel okay on the keto diet for a while, but women tend to really feel like shit and it's, it's messing you up because women, especially in more so in reproductive years, you know, we need carbohydrates. Yeah. We need carbohydrates. I love my carbs. Yeah. So um, I would not suggest most people go on the keto diet. I remember um, Caleb, my boyfriend, tried it for like I think like a week at one point. Mm-hmm. And there was a day where he was sitting down to have dinner and I made a big salad. And he said, oh, no, I've had all my carbs today. I can't have that. And I was like, I see a lot of red flags if you can't have any more vegetables in your Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. It's he so... stopped immediately. He was like, you're right. This is terrible. <laughs> and, and look, I'm the first person. I'm a nutritional therapist. I use these different therapeutic diets to treat sick people. Yeah. I, I am the first person to say how effective those are. And in a million years, I would rather put my loved one or myself on a keto diet if I was sick and I needed it. If I just want to lose weight and look good and feel great, no, that's not what you have to do. It's Ugh. like, it's really refreshing. It's yeah. Really nice. I really hope. Um, I, I just, and that's kind of where, and we'll talk about this. That's kind of why I wrote, you know, the ebook, my ebook that's coming out yeah. because it, it's kind of my response to all these crazy fad diets. Like and I, I was, just, I've had it with them. I was checking it out today and it's great. So we've had some sessions, so we've talked about mm-hmm. some of these things. But to see them all, like the the little things that are in it put together are just like, oh, duh. Like it's just, it's just makes sense. Back to basics. Like you don't need to be that extreme. You really, really, really don't. And the, what some, what's the other thing popular? People love, um, oh, meal plans. Meal they plans. Love, they like love the, a meal like, plan. Like, yeah. You're, and you're food delivery. For and food delivery. And yeah. That's huge in LA. Yeah. Especially. And that's another thing that. It's not teaching you that's that's another band-aid. You know, it's not a good way to teaching you how to nourish yourself. For the love of God, nobody knows how to feed themselves anymore. <laughs> that's the, so it's, true. It's like they they are par- everyone is paralyzed yeah. because of all of these fads. Yeah. It's like they don't even know how to feed themselves. And getting food delivered, although convenient and there's a time and a place, everybody's busy, totally get it. They depend on it so much, they, they don't even, there's no connection. Yeah. There's, it's like a little box of whatever. And same with meal plans because they're, they get so stuck on meal plans and tracking. Oh, or, oh, oh dear tracking. God, tracking. <laughs> tracking. So let's talk about that. Every, that's another, I want to talk about that and vegan next. Yeah. So, okay. So God, there's so many. This is I terrifying. know. It's <laughs> freaking you out right now. I want to talk about all because these are the ones that I feel like, especially my community, these people who are actors who need that, like, and I also think everyone feels the need to grip onto something and they feel the need to find their thing and whatever it was that made them ready. And we see it reflected in Hollywood stars like, oh, you know, so-and-so is vegan, so-and-so is paleo. That's how they got ready for this movie. And, but it might not be how they lived their life. So let's talk about macros a little bit because that is, I think, still really big. Yep. And people counting carbs versus fat versus protein and then finding out how much of each you need. What is your opinion on that, by the way? How much does, is there a way to quantify that number? Should you even care about a number? So yeah, the, the, if, the, the if it fits into your macros thing, another huge, huge craze. Now they're putting, it's, in my opinion, it's it's very disordered because they're putting a a number on to f- to foods that one should never have to really think about, um, and they're not taking in, in account the micros. The micros, to me, in any nutrition professionals, are more important. What are the micros? Uh, the micronutrients. Those are vitamins. Those are minerals. Those are essential fatty acids. Those are the the nutrients that run your body. The if it fits into your macros craze is putting everything into a carb, a fat, a protein. It can be anything. Yeah. They're not taking considerations the things that keep you healthy. Um, and then people get so obsessed with tracking and, and, oh, my gosh, I can't have this. I can't have that. That's completely unhealthy. That's so stressful. So I hate math, too. It's, it's <laughs> Yeah. We're not meant to 
track our food like that. Yeah. We need to be more in tune with our cravings and our urges and what we, our bodies need and the fuel we give it. Not, 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 a, not a number, uh, not a piece of a pie on a macronutrient. It's funny chart. how much it comes down to control at some points. Yeah. And I feel like, especially when you get into the ordered disordered eating world, which, you know, I'm, I'm no, you know, I'm no virgin from like, I've been there. I've done that. Since, you know? Yeah. I've like, tried all of these, by yeah. the way. I'm, oh. I'm sitting here talking <laughs> shit about them all, but I've, I've tried them all. But that's how you know you can talk shit is when you've yeah. done it and you've experienced the side effects. Um, because I've, I've, you know, all of them and you get so wrapped up in it and it's so, it's the hard stress. to step away too oh my God. and to feel like, oh, I'm just allowed to eat. We're allowed to eat whatever we want. And that I think is what scares people, especially in this industry, mm-hmm. because you feel like you're like one step away from like, you know, this is the one thing I can control is my body and how I look and how I eat. And, um, okay. So <laughs> I'm getting really far on a tangent here. No, um, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it, it, I can't even imagine, you know, what you guys go through. I do respect it in a, in a major way. I don't want to be so flippant and like, oh, right. why do you worry? Why do you do this <laughs> stuff? Because you're, you guys are forced to do this. And that's yeah. scary. But I guess I just want to, you know, assure you that you don't have to be that extreme to accomplish it. And letting go of that alone is going to help a lot. It's like, I'm like relaxing already. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> um, okay, let's hit on one more. Let's talk about vegans and veganism. Because yeah. I know that for some people, this is very much a, um, a choice via, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, it's an ethical thing. It's an ethical choice. So That's than, what I mean. Than anything, usually. Mm-hmm. It's usually what it is. And that's I, tough. I, ma- I masqueraded my choice of veganism as an ethical thing for a long time. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but I w- just wanted control. And yep. I wanted a set amount of food that I could eat, a set type of food that I could eat, and then I could eat whatever I wanted in that circle. Yeah. So there were days that when, <laughs> oh my God, I used to eat like an entire jar of peanut butter in like two days. But it's vegan. So but it's, it's okay. vegan, but it's fine. But like I was so sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about that for a little bit. I know it's a hard one because it's more ethical, but it is, quote unquote. I often say that I feel like my job is counseling people uh, against veganism because Mm -hmm. I'm in LA and it's so popular here. And I work for a cardiologist, so many people assume that that animal products are, are. high in cholesterol and you can't eat them and blah, blah, blah. So I get, I get it kind of both ways. And okay. So the vegan diet, I think the first thing that I would probably want to say is like the human body, we're omnivores, the human body, we're, we're an animal. All animals are meant to eat different things. We have evolved and we are meant, our, 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 our bodies require us to eat other animals. That's, 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 that's science, that's physiology, that's how we were built. Any animal that is a strictly an herbivore, strictly supposed to be a vegan, they have, they literally have multiple stomachs because it's very hard to digest that amount of, of plants. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not meant to do that. And that, that has something to do with the ethics of how we how we we grow animals that's jacked i'm not going to sit here and say that we don't i mean how our farm our our farming system and how we how we raise animals is so messed up that's that but that does not mean so many people you cannot argue that human humans need to eat a certain amount of animal products and and so there's a lot of people that are going that feel great when they start the vegan diet because it's a great cleanse and mm-hmm. once in a while sure it's great to give your body a little break protein's hard to digest cool cut it out for like a few weeks to a month awesome but you then you are go- if you be past that you are going to be missing some essential vitamins and nutrients that we can only get from animal products and those are essential like yeah. we can't we need them so yet another you know fad-ish diet that cuts out a major food group and we don't need to do yeah. And I mean, I'm all aboard the train of, you know, voting with my dollar and spending my money on like 
grass-fed, good, like taking care of animals. Like, yeah. in, like when it comes to meat and products and yeah. like farm-raised, real organic eggs and like real organic food. Like I think that boat of spending your money on good quality stuff like that mm-hmm. – uh, like we got a butcher box the other day yeah. and um, it was great. It sounds very aggressive to vegans, I'm sure, but it was, it's really nice, very, very well sourced, ethically sourced, awesome, natural, organic meats. And there's just a way to go about it. And I, to me, that I feel like that puts a bigger impact than just not eating it. Exactly. One, 100%. You know, all of the like propaganda and the media that has been promoting the vegan diet lately was all created and produced by food active or animal activists. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, these weren't created by nutrition scientists. And if there are the occasional doctor on there, you know, they're, they're activists first and foremost. It's some real shit. And people are so misinformed. Yeah, I think they are. I think on a lot of these topics, they are. Um, People see that one movie, what the health. I didn't even bother watching it because I knew it was just full of garbage. It's so full of garbage. It's so full of garbage. There's just so much better thing documentaries to watch. Yeah. Here. So, but no, we need we need animals, and if it, and, and if you need some science behind it, it it comes down to one essential fatty acid called EPA and DHA. You can't get it, and you you cannot get it in, from plants. You can't. Mm. Some a lot of vegans are going to claim that you can, but I'm sorry, I'm telling you, you can't really. So that alone, if you're like 99% plant-based, cool, but you need some EPA and DHA. You, you need it. And that, those, that comes from fish, that comes from egg yolks, that comes from, you know, fat and animal products. So, so I think like a pescatarian diet is a beautiful way of eating. It's, yeah. You don't have to eat flesh. You don't have to eat muscle meat. You don't have to like gorge. You don't have to be paleo and gorge on all these amounts of meats, but you yeah. need a little of that. It's not even the protein. It's the fat. Interesting. Okay, so – then that leads me into my next question of mm-hmm. supplements. Yeah. Right? So I feel like people take a lot of fish oil and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Is that not enough to supplement it? Um, it depends. It depends on the quality of supplements. Supplements are a huge industry right now, mm-hmm. and most of them are, are crap. So <laughs> if you're getting a, a really dependable, high-quality, um, properly produced and properly stored um, – you know, fish oil, mm-hmm. then yeah, that, that could be enough. I would love, I mean, you, you can't beat the real stuff. You yeah. can't, no matter what. I don't care if it's the best supplement in the world. So um, eat a few pieces of fish, eat some egg yolks, eat some butter. Oh, do you remember when butter and egg yolks were something people didn't eat? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about fad diets. Yeah. Look how far we've come, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of those supplements then, are there any that stand out to you that people take that are just useless? Because that was one of the questions someone asked is like, what supplements are just definitely not worth it? Yeah. And if there's any that you think are definitely are. But I have shelves of stuff <laughs> I've yeah. taken I th- a few I think, times. I think the protein powder world is – kind of crazy um there's a lot of nasty ingredients in them mm-hmm. and beautiful marketing convincing people that they're that's the the, the ones that they one should buy um I, I definitely think there's a time and a place for a powdered protein supplement but um it needs to be you know super super clean and like very few ingredients and none of these these additives and fillers that most of the protein powders have what types of protein do you like best? And I'll put this all in the show notes for everyone so yeah. they can look it up. Um, the only ones that I ever recommend are an unflavored collagen. Uh, there's a few brands out there, but unflavored, it's just straight up, you know, collagen or gelatin. Mm-hmm. It could be labeled as either. Or an unflavored hemp, organic hemp um, protein. So it's basically just kind of um, – you know, the hemp seeds already are, 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 it doesn't require a large process to turn into a powder form. Okay. Um, so it'd be a hemp powder or collagen. Interesting. I've, I bought both of those since mm-hmm. we've, we chatted actually. So I have yeah. both those in my cabinet and it's funny because you're going to laugh. I have spent so long taking all like the flavored proteins mm-hmm. and like my this, that, and the other that are like pre-flavored because 
<laughs> I didn't think that I should put fruit in my smoothie oh. to flavor it. So yes. instead of having fruit with unflavored protein and like my greens and my chia seeds and my whatever all in there, I was like, oh, well, I don't want all this sugar from the fruit. So instead I'll just use this <laughs> additive chemical flavored protein. And <laughs> After we had our first meeting, I was like, this makes so much more sense yeah. to eat a real food that gives it flavor. It's like, like it just it it's so funny the things you avoid. When yeah, you think. and that's all marketing. You know, that's all marketing convincing uh, people that uh, yeah, and those all of those additives and those flavorings and those um, sugar substitute and those sugar alcohols. You know, that's the problem. What does sugar alcohol do? It's in a lot of bars and stuff. Yeah. It's just another, you know, uh, sugar, uh, imitation sugar, mm. ca- you know. Ca- it's like an artificial. produced. Yeah, artific- artificial additive. And I always, I make this comparison a lot with with my patients. Um, food is code. It's it's just like code for your body. It Any sort of natural food like, is telling your body to do a certain thing. All of these man-made substances are completely foreign. They're not, they, your body is like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so it's going to either shuttle it into places it's not supposed to be and store it as fatty, you know, adipose tissue, which is fat, or it's going to clog areas that shouldn't be clogged because they'll stick to different proteins floating around, which causes heart disease and inflammation. And that's the problem. All oh, the I fake love that comparison. The fake stuff. And and furthermore, there could be a food, like a whole food, corn, for example. That's a nice piece of code. Your body could probably do something with that. But what we have done is pressurized it and heated it and broken that code. Now it's like, what the hell? Yeah. It's a foreign substance to the to the body. So those are your vegetable oils and the corn oils and, and all those highly processed oils out there. Mm, like uh what is that one canola oil that's yeah. so popular yeah they put it in healthy stuff but yeah it's like, exactly it's garbage right oh my that's canola, you just nailed it if i don't tell my patients or clients to to not eat a lot of things mm-hmm. that is one of the very few things i will tell you to and anyone out here they're listening to this like if you can throw one thing away and never eat it again in the rest of your life i will give you anything else throw away your vegetable oils really that is what is making people sick that is what's killing people all these, this, it's like the little shit. It's yeah. crazy. It, you don't have to be keto. You don't have to be freaking <laughs> vegan. You don't have to do any of this stuff. Like, just ditch the crap food, the fake food. It's so true. It's so true. So, is there any other than that, than like a clean, those clean protein powders, which I will put in the show notes of mm-hmm. the ones that um, she recommends? Yeah. What are, are there any supplements that sure. you think are um, good? Like any vitamins, any, mm-hmm. um, you, you gave me a great probiotic. I yeah. love it. I'll put that one in the show notes. Yeah. Too. Probiotics are definitely, see, I, I don't, probiotic, uh, probiotics to me are, are separate. They're not a vitamin or a mineral or whatever. They're, they're literally like little bacteria organisms themselves. And that's like, you're, you're giving your body something that it definitely like, you can't really get in, in many foods. Mm-hmm. So I think a probiotic is so important for everybody. Everybody should be on a solid probiotic. And there's a ton of, um, you know, popular ones out there that aren't, aren't really the best. So, um, <laughs> yeah, a pro probiotics are so important. Um, okay, so we got our good protein, yeah. our probiotic. And then in, in terms of actual vitamins and minerals, I, I think that magnesium is, is very important and vitamin D, well, vitamin A and vitamin D, any of the fat soluble vitamins, this is getting a little technical, but um, well, there's something you could take, like when you take fish oil, that would be a good time to take it, right? Yes. So, cause it, that way it gets absorbed. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. Um, vitamins A and D. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Okay. I know. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I try. But you know, you should be getting like C is a really popular one and that you, sh- you, sh- you could probably be getting in more foods. There's just a lot of like the general multivitamins and minerals you should be getting in food. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't usually have to take those. Is that a good thing then if you're traveling, for example, and you know you're going to be in the airport, you're going to eat like not that good, like if it's like, you know, crazy jumping from one thing to the next, yeah. it's a multivitamin, is that the time for that? Exactly. Okay. And that's when supplements should always 
kind of be used. You shouldn't be taking, you shouldn't have to take supplements like every day on a regular basis. You know, supplements should be used as medicine in a way. They, oh, they should change. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> I with, never thought about it until you just said it. With whatever you're dealing with, like supplements are amazing and, and supplements are the missing factor in healing, but it's symptomatic. Like mm-hmm. you, you should be taking different things at different times of your life, yeah. different age or different, you know, whatever. There's just not one like magical recipe of supplements that you should take every day for the rest of your life. Ugh. You know, it makes so much sense when you say it, but <laughs> it's like, yeah, I sit, I go to the health food store and I look at the wall and I'm like, wow, I think I need one of everything. Yeah. Instead, really think of what you're trying to address and, and it can't be everything at once guys. Cannot be everything at once. <laughs> it cannot be everything at once. It, yeah, it needs to be. That's why working with trying to trying to like even, you know, having a conversation with a, a holistic practitioner, having some sort of guidance with supplements because otherwise you're just wasting a bunch of money and you're going into a blind. That's true. That's true. That's a really good point. Um, okay, so speaking of that, then different things at different points of your life. Mm-hmm. So say we have an actor or actress. They've been in this business for a while. They've been crash dieting. They've been mm-hmm. in and out of shows working I mean, that's a lot of Hollywood right now. I feel like as, you know, the actors grow into their like mom roles and things like that, they've been in this business for long enough that their their gut is crap. Their metabolism has been up, down, crashed. Yeah. What would you do? And I know it's going to be on a point by point basis for a mm-hmm. person if someone's like not in their, you know, 20s or 30s anymore, like yeah. popping around if they're getting older in the industry and they're like they just they've really been fucking with themselves yeah they're they've been spit out the other side yeah and now they're they're experiencing all the damage Mm -hmm. that they've done to themselves but the beauty of (laughs) the beauty of I hate the world alternative but natural um health is that if you give your body the right tools it heals itself pretty quickly and um you should should you know, feel confident that, that it can't be fixed. So don't just give up and start popping all these medications and stuff. um, That's probably the best advice. But most people, honestly, it, 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 this is the one fad right now that I'm actually down with the whole gut health thing. Okay. That's kind of a craze right now. And, and that is the one thing that is pretty true. It all comes down to the health of, of, your entire digestive system. We've turned, we've given it the name the gut, which is kind of, <laughs> so it's kind of cute. It, it's a huge, much more than just the gut. It's like the entire digestive system. But um, once you kind of get that in line, you're on the right track. Yeah. So that nine times out of 10, that's what I'm going to address with people. That and the, hor- the hormone stuff. The hormones. So especially in the female world, hormones are yeah. a big, a big thing. How do you go about assessing them without taking very expensive tests yeah. and figuring that stuff out? Because it's tough. I feel like everything yeah. I want to like check in on myself is like, okay, take this blood test and take yeah. this stool test. And then yeah. I'm like, wow, I'm a broke actor. I have like <laughs> yeah. X amount of money. So where would you start with something like that then for like and hormones? That's, that's a huge, that's a real problem especially if you're trying to go the holistic route because nothing if you don't have insurance, insurance. <laughs> and it's it's crap. and if you do have insurance doesn't half doesn't the time matter. it's not even covered yeah. anyway which is so annoying um and, and this is something i battle all the time too because those tests are 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 great the more more you can get done obviously the more information you have but you don't have to get them done mm-hmm. um there is a series in of what i've been trained to do there's a series of just interview techniques and even physical tests where I can palpitate different points of your body and figure out what um, organs might be weaker. Oh, wow. Um, and just, you know, interviewing somebody and really getting to the bottom of what type of symptoms they're experiencing, that's going to kind of give me a – point me into the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people – you're your best doctor. Like you, you truly – if you like really sit down and think, okay, what am I feeling like? What am I experiencing? When? Why? Connect the dots here. You can usually get – pretty far. Yeah. Um, sometimes you do need to go a little bit further, but that, that could be a really good start. I um, mean, you can usually identify at least the sim- system of the body that's failing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And go from there. Yeah. So if it is a hormonal thing, that's definitely something you, you need like a nutritional therapist or a doctor for. Uh, or is it something you can kind of play with? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hormones, Hormones are a bitch, <laughs> yeah, you know, they they're, that's, that, that's hard. 
Um, because there are some specific things that you usually need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like, and you and I have talked about this, so many women our age, and I, I know a lot of people in your industry, their hormonal balance imbalances just come down to the fact that they're not eating enough and they're we're exercising too much. If you have yeah. cut, if you have <laughs> truly slowed down and tried to rebalance and normalize your eating habits and you're still experiencing hormone problems, yeah, you need to work for a doctor, work with a doctor. But if you're that person just, out there, yeah, it's me. I just did yeah. it. I like work out all the freaking time and mm-hmm. I coach people. So I work out. Yeah. Sometimes I work out two to three times a day, depending on my clients. And I, in my brain, I'm still on that meant body mentality of like, oh, you know, I'll have some meat and I'll have a small salad for dinner with a bunch of some meat and, or if that, or some lentils or something, and I'll call it a day. And I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> and th- that is what is going to mess up your hormones, especially as a woman, as a woman, because you're so sensitive and people don't understand this. Like hormones are, they are a healthy, active, present hormone is built from food. It's not just like built from, your body just doesn't like make it themselves. You you have (laughs) to have certain nutrients from food to build strong, healthy, abundant hormones. I don't know if people know that. No, they 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 obviously don't because they they're not eating food. <laughs> <laughs> I will say so. One of when when we met, we talked about how you know I get very overwhelmed very easily, mm-hmm. super busy running around town, and like so, guys. We we had our first meeting like a week ago, and in that week, I let myself eat lots of rice, lots of like sweet potato, fruit. I bought fruit for the first time in forever, and I I just. Just having someone give me permission mm-hmm. to eat real food, not just and not just like whole organic vegetables, like eat some freaking carbs mm-hmm. of like not just broccoli carbs, like carbs, carbs, starchy vegetables, carbs. Um, I, I I just I feel so much calmer. So great, it's insane. If you would have told me that I could have eaten a, like a rice bowl <laughs> with like some vegetables and avocado and chicken and I would be feel like this, you would have had me at hello. Mm-hmm. I, I feel so much less crazy. Yeah. It's insane. And I think everyone is running around out there in their cars mm-hmm. with road rage, angry, running, yep. especially in this business, running from audition to audition, low on fuel, low on the carbs, and they're exhausted and they're pissed and, and they're they are stressed. overwhelmed and yep. so stressed. Absolutely. Let's talk about stress for a second. Yeah, because that that is a huge huge factor honestly more so than what you're eating at yeah. the end of the day like ugh. I read this thing recently and that yeah. we talked about um if if say you're at the airport for example and the only thing open is Starbucks and they have a bagel and that's the only food they have available if you're eating that bagel and you're like oh well this is delicious mm-hmm. it will like your body will take it in better than yep. if you release cortisol and you're like oh I can't believe eat this food it's so bad for me and if you have all these bad thoughts and you get stressed you release the cortisol and then is that is that yeah 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 I mean there's a little bit more to it but I'm sure but, there's but, more but, science than that but absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's true with anything you know if you eat right or whatever you want to call it um normal I always say like to eat normal I love that because it's so hard to say that it feels, yeah it doesn't feel like enough it doesn't feel like you're trying hard enough exactly if you say you're eating normal it's like oh I could go one step further exactly well that's what because all of these trendy diets make you feel inadequate but mm-hmm. um if you can't if you can't follow them but if you're doing that most of the time your your body's gonna be able to to, to metabolize the bagel you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fine <laughs> you're going to be fine um but if you're totally jacked up from all these fad extreme diets, you're not going to handle that bagel very well. Yeah. <sighs> and the bagels. stress, like back to the stress <laughs> thing, like that's, that's will mess things up just, you know, more so than anything. It really will. It's um, the worst. Managing stress is probably more so important than like, I might as well not have a job because it really doesn't matter if you're, if you can eat perfectly and if you're crazy stressed, you're still fucked. Mm. It's a big one, guys. I'll try to get a meditation coach on here at some point. Yeah. No, <laughs> totally. Awesome. Even 
just a few minutes a day. Yeah. I think I, I definitely think like meditation and, and that's kind of where I think that we're, we've like been so extreme, so extreme, so extreme, the bottom's going to fall out soon. And then the trend is going to be, you know, managing stress and mental health and all that. That hopefully. would be great. Yeah. Because I feel like right now it's very popular to just be so busy. Oh my God, I didn't sleep last night. Oh my God, I didn't eat breakfast or lunch today. I'm so busy. And to me, when someone says that, I think you know, I, I think you're just avoiding things. I feel like yeah. there's always time for. Yeah. I love breakfast. <laughs> yeah, just the, 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 the like sim- the act of just like sitting down and actually chewing and enjoying your meal is so important. That's the first step in proper digestion. That's so real, and that's very easy to do. So that could go back to our question of healing the gut after years of crash dieting yeah like, that's step one usually yeah and in, in, usually yeah that's a, a pretty safe assumption that you've got to address that issue and it's not that hard to do yeah. you know you go through a, a a sequence of of the therapeutic style of eating I mean it's all kinds of food it's all macronutrients it's fat it's pro it's, it's meats it's everything you know and then um so this this is kind of what you lay out in the book yeah yeah let's the, talk a little bit about it the the book is kind of I called it I called it the foundations because in my opinion in my clinical experience in my education there's some pretty simple just rules is kind of a bad word but things that if Guide you just posts. simply yeah guidelines <laughs> foundations that if you kind of follow these you're you're going to be you're going to be pretty good and not yeah. and most of them don't even you know you can eat all macronutrients you can eat all kinds of food um you just have to make sure they're prepared properly and um just yeah a few other tactics but it's just kind of the my foundations and it's kind of like okay let's get back to the basics screw all these fad extreme crazy diets and let's try to normalize things mm-hmm. um and then, you know, this is definitely not for somebody that might have some extreme, you know, disease that they're trying to address. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you got to go deeper than this. Um, but but for some of the actors who are listening, who have been up, down, all over the place, who is, are looking for some stable advice. Yeah. This this is real good stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's for you. It's just, it's kind of like an anti, my answer to all of these crazy fad diets and and it's really laid out really really simple really easy it's 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 really like it's just kind of refreshing sometimes you open books about health and nutrition and it's either so lame or so dense yeah (laughs) and you kind of hit that middle ground which is really nice and you have some recipes in there because you're really big on making everything yourself yeah, and, and that's actually one of the foundations is making the majority of your food at home yourself. And majority, the, the word majority is very important because it's not going to be all the time. Like, come There's on, life. We, we cannot do it all the time. But it is very important to get back in the kitchen and, and make your own food and nourish yourself because that's the only way you're going to control what's going in your body. It is. You go out to eat, you are putting yourself at risk. I don't care if it's a health food restaurant. You do not know what they're putting in your food and chances are it's not the great stuff. So unfortunately, yeah, you got to make your own food. Yeah. I mean, you go out to dinner also, but like that way, that way you hit that really solid, like majority of the things I eat are cool. Yeah. And then you're metabolizing that bagel at the airport much better. Exactly. (laughs) And I know so many people, you know, ask me, well, what does majority mean? How many meals is that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to tell you that. It's not a number book, by the way, guys. There's no... Like, it's not breaking it down like that. You're smart people. The, if you are eating the majority of foods at home, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too because the the way it's laid out, a lot of um, people I know who are just starting out in LA especially, you get kind of overwhelmed by like like picking a diet, like I said, but mm-hmm. also learning to cook in like a small kitchen or like mm-hmm. a place where you don't have a lot of room. But like this is all pretty accessible stuff. And I didn't even realize how easy you talk about sprouting mm-hmm. and fermenting your own stuff. And mm-hmm. it's really pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, and it is super easy once you get in the so habit. I thought it was so much more complicated than that. I think you did that with boiled jars and like this, that, and like. No, it's no, really pretty it's pretty easy. easy. And that's not even something you have to do. Like sprouted and fermented foods are so available now. Mm-hmm. And you can find them at Trader Joe's. You can you can find them really anywhere, which is amazing. So I definitely don't want people to think that they have to sprout and ferment at home. That's like, sure, 
it's much, it's a little cheaper. But it's a cheaper option. It's cheaper. It really is. But you can find this stuff. And that just comes down to proper preparation and proper handling. You know, some food needs to, some foods need to be soaked and sprouted in yeah. order for us to, to digest. And that's, that's what we've always done in the history of man until right now. We've always had to do that. (laughs) We've just stopped it. So that's why people, that's why certain diets take these foods out, right? Like paleo, you don't really eat legumes, right? Because because that's, they're acknowledging. Yeah. They're acknowledging that it's hard to digest those foods. It's true. You don't have to cut them out. So if you sprout, if you sprout them, it takes away that hard to digest part. Yeah. God, that's so much easier. Yeah. Just Stop buy, making everything so simple, Lisa. Yeah, I know, right? They, they just buy, you know, you can just soak them or, or, or sprout them or buy soaked and sprouted beans. Oh, it's so much easier. Because that's it's the also only- really cheap to buy stuff in bulk. Like buy the dry goods section yeah. instead. It's way cheaper than buying them in the bags. Yeah. I'm a big sprouts fan. Always go. Like I'm, yeah. Anytime, at any point in my kitchen, there's always something sprouting. <laughs> Always something happening. Um, okay, I'm going to hit on some rapid, quick little yeah. um, ones that were left in the group so we can cover the rest of these. Um, okay, so pre-audition, uh-huh. bloat, yes, and or skincare. I feel like they're probably around the same world of foods that live in that. Yeah. But like right before auditions or right before bookings or something like that, that was a common question that came up. Yeah. Are there any certain foods or tactics that would help with either of those things? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're trying to – um, prevent bloating, think ahead, try to think ahead at least like <laughs> five days, maybe five <laughs> days to a week. And if you, you know, cut the major triggers that cause bloat, that's basically any processed food. That's your processed, you know, wheat products and your processed dairy products. Um, if you cut those out, you're going to experience it. You're going to experience a, a nice deep bloat and along with a shitload of water. Okay. Like drink a ton of water, cut any sort of processed carbohydrate. That's your breads, your pastas, your, you know, crackers. I mean, this is, you guys know this stuff. Um, and your dairy products. And yeah, I mean, that, that should probably do it. So if you're living in that world of 12 hour notice for commercials, kind of probably just better to have a healthy lifestyle. And yeah. Yeah. I, is that the same for like skincare too? So, Skin is totally a reflection of what's going on inside. Totally. And it responds the same way as as your body does when you're eating these foods that are jam-packed with all these chemicals and additives and and stuff like that, that your skincare products that are jam-packed with all that, it's going to kind of respond the same way. Mm. So I would definitely consider um, cleaning up your skincare products as much as you're cleaning up your diet. Oh, do you have any stuff you like? I'm into this. I'm trying to get yeah like, cabinets cleaned out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, and we can put it in the show. You notes can link. Too. You can link. I I have something on my blog with all of my favorites that have links to all of, all of my fav- favorite products. There's oh, some, perfect. I'll link the whole post then. Yeah, in the there's show some notes. awesome ones out there. Some are a little bit more expensive, but some are super cheap. Some are totally natural. Um, but kind of the same rules that apply for food. If you don't recognize if there's like a freaking laundry list of, of ingredients, Ch- chances are that your skin's not going to love it. Okay. Makes so much sense. Yeah. There's this one product from Coco Kind. Okay. I think it's their repair serum or whatever. And it's like 10 bucks. You guys. It is a miracle. <laughs> like, yeah? That's literally all I use on my skin. Really? You have great skin. Well, that's from eating right. Eating right. Mm. But, um, but this stuff is awesome. I swear by it. Cocoa kind. And it's like okay. three, it's coconut oil, avocado oil, and like another, it's the best. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get it right now. I'm going to order it. Oh my gosh. It's so great. <laughs> I'm so into this. Okay. So that cares, that covers skincare, that covers bloat, and making sure we knocked out all of these. Yeah. Um, okay. And then in terms of, so we have people who live by this mentality of eating well quote unquote Mm -hmm. and then they have things called cheat days Mm. I hate that word because it puts such a negative spin on something that should be enjoyable um but let's talk about that whole cheat day mentality real quick ugh (laughs) is that considered another fad is that like a little I don't know if that's a fad or just an excuse Mm. um you know I don't think there's ever a time uh to 
to binge on this these that crap food you know um if i wish you guys could see your face she's yeah. like picturing the food Ugh. and like so because, grossed out because if there's a will there's a way you tell me anything that you're cheating on like any type of food that you have on your cheat day mm -hmm. you can make it with a whole food yeah it is out there so you don't have to eat the the horribly low quality highly processed full of chemicals and additives crap if you want pizza, there's a way to make a, a, a Whole Foods healthy pizza. There is. Mm -hmm. I mean, Trader Joe's even have cauliflower crust right now. It's one totally. ingredient. <laughs> and there's just anything you can get creative and either make yourself or, especially around here in LA. Absolutely. There's, uh, you can get it somewhere. Yeah. So if you, if anybody out there needs a specific, has a specific food that they're like, oh, I have to have this, hit me up. I will, <laughs> I will give you a recipe. I will. Well, the ebook comes with the recipe book too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, Which has some fun stuff in there. Yeah. There's some really good stuff in there. Um, it's all easy. I don't think pizza's in there, but. We can make a pizza. I'll make a pizza and put it on the blog. Yeah. I'll accompany it. But at the clean. end. Of, but, you know, but once in a while, again, if you're like. But if you're, you know, you're celebrating something, if it's a yes. holiday, if it's a whatever, that to me eat the a, damn food. Eat the damn food. <laughs> eat the damn food. It's this like weekly binge fest that yes. I don't like. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, one of you, a few holidays, of course, eat whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Like, unless you have a violent <laughs> allergy or reaction <laughs> to something, don't eat it. But, um, um, what the specific question that was asked, I thought it was really funny. I'll have to read it to you. Um, for example, what if I have a treat, but how do I keep myself from sliding down the slippery slope of Cadbury creamy eggs every spring? <laughs> Cadbury. Cadbury <laughs> eggs are so good. They're so good. Why are they so good? I do not have a cat. That Girl, you that's eat that funny. Cadbury egg. <laughs> but just buy one. Yeah. That's, th th I would... Say eat the Cadbury egg, but what's going on? Why is there a slippery slope? Why can you not stop? Mm -hmm. I, I gotta address that. Yeah, I think it's that also gets into you've that restricted mentality. yourself. Yes, so it much gets into that mentality and stop then, restricting yourself. And then they're like, oh well, I screwed it up, so I'll just have you know cake with dinner. Yeah, that, whatever that thing is. And it's gonna happen. I, I think I was telling you, like even myself, every year my family, you know. It, calls it Christmas Lisa because I just go nuts. I don't care. I eat whatever I want. And yeah. then my skin's a wreck. My digestion's messed up. I feel like crap. And I address it. I deal with it. But you know how to turn it around without doing like a seven-day juice cleanse. Yeah. Don't have, is, to, don't have to do that. No. That's not how it has to go. Ugh, okay. I think we covered all of my questions. We've covered so much. This was so awesome. Good. Uh, okay, if people want to find you and uh, check out your Instagram or your website or reach out to you, and also where can they buy the ebook? Yes, everything is Zinc Nutrition. Fantastic. ZincNutrition.com, Instagram Zinc Nutrition, web or Facebook is Zinc Nutrition. Zinc. Awesome nutrition <laughs> <laughs> and i'll link all of these with some product recommendations and some good stuff in the show notes as well as a link to the book and you guys should definitely check it out and um i would love to do a giveaway i'd love to give away a book oh my gosh of course so um if you guys uh write to me at uh sam at onebrokeactress.com and shoot me your review of this podcast along with your favorite piece of this podcast. We'll do a giveaway and we'll give away an ebook. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys, get your reviews in. Okay. Thank you so much. This was so awesome. I hope you guys learned as much as I did. You are welcome. <laughs> All right, guys. I will talk to you in just a bit. And that brings us to the end of today's kick-ass podcast. Wasn't it so freaking nice to just think about eating normally? I was dumbfounded by this idea, and I'm not joking you guys. I just, I feel so much more less crazy lately, which we're all thankful for. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with Lisa. We talked about a lot of stuff, so I linked a lot of it in the show notes at onebrokeactress.com. Just click on the full podcast button, and I'll take you to the show notes for the podcast with some other little stuff in there. And make sure you rate and review this podcast and email it to me, sam at onebrokeactress.com, the number one, and I will enter you in to win a copy of her free ebook. Yeah, it's really good. I have two copies. 
Really, I do. And if you want it regardless, you should absolutely go to zincnutrition.com and pick up your copy of her book. It is not expensive and it is worthwhile. You'll learn a lot from it and from the way she looks at the world and food. I just can't get enough. So check it out. Check her out. Follow her at Zinc Nutrition on Instagram. And while you're at it, why don't you follow me at Sam Valentine? Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. That's the end of episode nine. Wow, I went by so quickly. <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Maggie Zabo for our beautiful theme song. And I will see you next time.